Well, go ahead and finish your thought. I mean, I don't want to like. Well, no, it's, I'll finish it while we're Start this show. Oh, yes, gosh. let's do this. I, hey, let's remain fresh with this, okay, Matt? Let's <laughs> we'll try not to fresh. spoil it. Who's being fresh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to yet another <laughs> another episode of Prop Wash, the podcast. Prop that's Wash, su- Prop su- Wash, Prop su- Wash. Supposed to be about air shows, but, well, but seldom is. I'm Matt Jolly, and uh, joining me today, as always, is uh, is the lovely Rob Ryder and Rick Peterson, uh, fresh back, yes. by the way, from uh, from Belgium, here to talk all about uh, air shows and everything uh, aviation. We're glad to be here with you. Well, let, let me be specific because the uh, you know the highly paid consultants that we have watching over us on this esteemed program. That's right. Uh, hopefully one day award-winning, but we're not holding our breath. Um, <laughs> suggest that uh, we focus, just, just focus it just okay. a little more than we have been. So that's right. headlines, headlines. Well, let's things, wait, hang we, on. We got it. Well, what? we can't get into that just yet. Well, well, we, not. well I, just give it well, a second. The, the consultant said it needed to breathe. And as as we breathe a bit, let me just say that because of the number of podcasts that are now in circulation around the world, the fact that we have gotten past episode 10 makes us huge survivors in this genre of 21st century communications. Not huge enough to get a sponsor that pays us more than hot no. dogs anyway we that's like them right. that's right we'll get back to friendly jerry's in just a minute but uh, hey it'll only yeah. cost me 450 dollars to get to new york to get that free hot dog well that's it that's part of the deal i guess that's why he throws it in but tell us uh, about so belgium and then then we'll get to the headlines but but tell us about belgium well it was right one of the headlines <laughs> well then okay fine headlines now with uh, rick this, peterson an all-new segment yes this, this everybody breathes everybody breathes <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am just going to reach through the wires and somehow throttle you both. But basically, these are the things that we may or may not, depending on how distracted we get or how much we digress, uh, discuss today. Uh, that would be uh, the Red Arrows in Texas, uh, Owensboro, where Rob has spent a fair amount of time over the weekend, the Air Force Ball, where uh, Matt made a fool of himself. That's right. London, the London Air Show, uh, the Reno Air Races, the Blue Angels spending some quality time with the Stanley Cup. What? Mm-hmm. And Belgium, the Santa Cole Air Show. There are the things that we hope All to right. touch on. And, and John Melby. Uh, if we get there. If we get there tonight. I don't know if we're going to get there this afternoon. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, How was Belgium, though? I mean, we're all waited, waiting now to hear about these stories because you had the, the Jordanian team. You had uh, all of those other European teams that, uh, that we never get to see over here. And the Jordanian Royal Falcons, by the way, fly four uh, formation of four extra 330s. And they do things I've never seen before. And they, they're quite entertaining. The music is quite a bit different, as you would imagine. And uh, and they uh, when they, they do a thing, imagine this now, four, four extra 300s going up, perfect synchronicity, heading up to do what you think are going to be hammerheads. Three of them do the hammerheads. The extreme left guy does this beautiful slide across arching over top of the three of them and is now on the right side and joins in a hammerhead and they all go down together so to speak mm-hmm. and it was never beautiful. say no, go we, down no, yeah i was gonna never never say that. Well, you know what i meant they, they descend. headed uh, they, descend. they descend they descended uh together <laughs> now imagine that just put that in your mind because yeah. unfortunately i was so amazed by what was going on i never got video of that and i asked the videographers did anybody else catch that because that is a really cool move because i'm thinking you know i got to tell stein and, and people like that about that because when they're doing their their um 
when they're the, the force. force and all that kind of stuff. That's there's there's a different way of doing things. And he's set back. The guy that does the slide is set back so he doesn't get in anybody's way and get tangled up. But it was quite impressive to look at. So now remind everybody cool. quickly though who these guys are because they're not a military team. Uh, they're just no, they're it, friends of the, the king of Jordan. The king the king basically gets what he wants, and uh, he's a pretty good guy. He's an aviator and a, and a big fan of aviation. He felt the team or the country needed a team, so basically it's his his their hand pick. They're his guys, and they they love what they do. They're in Greece this coming weekend, and uh, they rent a truck in Belgium. They cover it all up with their their logos and everything, and that's their ground support and luggage because they really can't carry a lot with them in the uh, in the extras. Not a and, lot. Uh, up and down, up and down for fuel all the way down. They get, they get through Italy and all that over to Greece. They'll do that and then head back to Jordan. And then the people that own the truck pick it up in Greece and drive it home again and take all the stickers off it. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's, it's a different way of doing things. The Croatian team. Uh, the uh, uh, trying to remember. Is it a military team, Rick? It is. It's a military mm. team, and they're in the uh, turboprop aircraft, and uh, it, they they were superb too. They did different kinds of things as well. I didn't know really what to expect, and uh, they were they were a hit. Uh, but of course, I think the big thing when it came to teams at Senecal was the fact that the Breitling jet team said goodbye officially to Breitling. Uh, that sponsorship deal ends, and we'll have to see what happens with Jacques and the rest of the team. And I hope hope they find a way of keeping it going because they've, they've always been impressive in a class act. But because they were saying goodbye to a Swiss watchmaker, uh, the Patrie Swiss said, uh, well, then we'll fly a formation together. Now, they've never done that. So they had wow. to work it up on the Saturday uh, uh, day, you know, to try things out. So they started with a huge echelon. Like they didn't fly two formations. It was one oh. formation. So this huge echelon with the, uh, the, the, you know, the outer wings were the Patrie uh, Swiss and the inner part of the echelon or the, uh, I'm sorry, is a Victor formation, a V formation. Uh, it was led by the, um, uh, by the Breitling jet team. And then the second pass was both teams in there more or less, I guess we'd call it like delta formations, uh, one behind the other. And then they did this um, symbolic split where one split right, one team and the other team left. And then they departed because they had to go to Nice, France for another show um, on the uh, uh, coming up next week. So it was very dramatic when they did it. It was very emotional uh, because they're saying goodbye to their sponsor and stuff. And I thought, good on them. It was just beautifully executed. Uh, they did a cool thing at Belgium that uh, I – I think we could embrace over here. Uh, it's a thing called the sky view. I don't know if you saw any of my posts or my pictures. You're talking about that impending platform of death that they that's right, raised that's up. Right. What? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> they, they rent. <laughs> this oh, is you're going to love this, Rob. You're going to love it. Rent, they rent a crane, and the crane extends can extend, I believe, up to about 500 feet. This thing's a monster crane. From the crane, they hang a platform on which you can sit about 20 people, I think, maybe more. They have seat belts. You have to sit down. They have a couple of people that watch over you. There's a railing around, a little, little uh, top over it as well, like a glass top in case it's raining. And then they slowly elevate you up to about 300 feet. And you're uh, just uh, and you're about 400 feet back of the, uh, the main spectator line. So you're behind the crowd, and you are higher than Otto the helicopter, who, by the way, still performs in Europe now because uh, 
uh, O'Brien's Flying Circus acquired uh, Otto, but Otto doesn't do the kid stuff anymore. Otto just, they load Otto up with as much pyrotechnics as they could possibly put on that <laughs> helicopter. And then they just let him have at it for 10 minutes. <laughs> he disappeared. It's just, it's ungodly how much pyrotechnics come out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Roger and Pauline Bias used to put a bunch of it for their night show and right. then aim a big spotlight on the flag they drive by. But, oh, my, fly by, but oh, my goodness. I just, I, did it get lost in its own smoke? No, no. He's, uh, Mr. O'Brien is quite the character. Uh, he is uh, uh, the closest thing I could tie him into over here is Kent Peach with, a, with an awful lot of uh, Mr. Shockley in him because he will try anything <laughs> once. Well, so he's a really he's, energetic guy. I met him at ICAST a few years ago when he was yes. negotiating this deal. And he's, he's really, I mean, he's, he's just a force to be reckoned with, really. <laughs> not talk Brexit with him. At one point, I just had to walk away. And I, I, I'm very concerned that he's still standing there talking, thinking I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> he just will not unwind about Brexit. But anyway, he's a bit of a legend. I think he's flown something like 400 types of airplanes. And I wow. didn't know there was 400 types of airplanes that you could fly these days in a lifetime, but he, he has. So he's a bit of a legend, and, uh, and it was pretty colorful. But... Um, uh, this sky view is what they call this platform. So you're actually higher than the helicopters. You're looking down on some of the acts on their on their you know their 300 foot passes and stuff. So um, you sit up in this for about 10 minutes, and then it slowly comes down, and they load another load in, and, and away you go up and down. It goes all day long. And it was a hit because it's experiential. You know, you get in that and you get in it with your kids and your experience. Now you're looking down on the airplanes. You can see the crowd all below you. Imagine this thing up and down, up and down all day long. So uh, the Buchenbergs decided this year to tie it into a charity. And there's a, a young fellow there who uh, unfortunately is ill and his mom and he's, he's got a dream to raise money so that other kids uh, don't have to go through this. And uh, so it's a free ride. Everything was free uh, once you got in. Their kids zone was huge, by the way. But um, they accepted donations and they handed over uh, over 10,000 euros to the family at the end of the day. So that's how popular this thing was. That was just from those donations. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. So that was Belgium, and uh, I could go on about other things that were. The Ukrainian uh, uh, flanker demonstration was pretty impressive, and they were even more impressive uh, at the VIP party afterwards, like late at night. Uh, then there was. I mean, with, with what, their ability to. I said, okay, we're going to fly tomorrow, but it's not within 50 oh, no, feet this, of the aircraft. Was, Let's drink. This was after all the flying, oh, but I don't even don't even try and keep up. That's oh, okay. lesson learned. It was like, uh, okay, you know, this story, I'm out. Would they put this? Would they put the snowbirds to shame? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. <laughs> Liver transplant yeah. was on order for Sunday, but uh, yeah. Wow, Rick. Was, when I when I looked at your stuff from from Santa Cole, there's some level of elegance and majesty that I don't think we see here in in the United States in air shows. No, we can't even I, spell Did that. I read that correct? Well, yeah. no, I'm not going to, I'm going to say it differently because <laughs> in, because we all still have to work in North America. The, uh, what it is, is that in Europe, they have to compete against Formula One. Mm -hmm. They have to compete against these world events 
to where if you're going to buy a ticket for a certain amount of money, an aviation, like an air show costs a lot of money to put on, as you well know. So if you're going to charge a certain price for a ticket, there are expectations that are different there than they would be in North America. In North America, our expectations aren't that you're going to have carpeted floors, air-conditioned tents, glass ceilings, chandeliers, crystal wine glasses, silver cutlery, all that kind of stuff on China. We, we, I don't think we, we really – there may be some events that do do that uh, to a certain level, but their VIP center at uh, Sanicol is – I can't – I wish I had the square footage, but the tent that it is in – you could. There are towns, I think, around me up here, <laughs> Canada, that aren't that big. It's it's huge, and then it has the outer decks, with the soft couches and the pillows and the flowers and the plants, much like you'd see at Formula One. Then further down, and this is like a two-mile uh, uh, show line that they have. There's a business class section. And that's, again, a, a tent that is very akin to what we see at VIP uh, setups. Uh, say Jim Breen's, you know, for the Airshow Network, uh, uh, some of the others that uh, that put it on what the Red Frog stuff used to be like, and what the new company and I'm gapping on Catherine's the name of her company, but mm-hmm. what the, the kinds of things that they're going to do, and it's very nice, and that's that's there, that's in the middle for what they call the business class. Then they have the friends of. So these are the people that buy tickets year after year after year. They get the grandstands. And the grandstands are not their seats in the grandstand. It's a chair, kind of like you'd see at a, a baseball or football stadium. That's kind not of a padded. bleacher. It's not a bleacher. So there's stairs all connected on that. And that's nice. And then, then the open grounds they have, beer gardens, food gardens, with outer decks on them and umbrellas. And, uh, you know, because they love their beer. Uh, and the beer there is so good, and I've had way too much of it, and I feel like someone put an air hose uh, in me, and I feel like I could just <laughs> fall over and no one would be able to pick me up for about a month because I've had too much to eat, too much to drink, and not any sleep at all. It's just great. Well, the thing that uh, the Buchenbergs have got, um, Jeffrey did a great job at this, and uh, and they did a great marketing campaign, Eugene Loy from over here. Uh, help them with that, and, and they're really good at marketing themselves and the stuff they do online as well. But to get the uh, the younger crowds, and they had lots of families there, lots of families, uh, is to turn the air show into an experience. More than just flying, it's experiential. So when you get there, you can experience the food, the uh, the grounds, the you know the displays that they had. The F-35 mock-up was there. They were celebrating the future and honoring the past that was their theme so they had lots of world war ii because it's 70 we we uh did the 75th anniversary this year of d-day and that's the way we look at it as 75 years of d-day but to the belgians and to the uh and to the um uh the uh the dutch living nearby it's it's 75 years since liberation so everything was the focus on liberation, the fact that they, they got their freedoms right. back and stuff uh, after the invasions at Normandy. So it was a big deal there. An evening show, rather than ending with um, fireworks, there were lots of fireworks because Otto was the was the last of the flying acts, and he had more than enough fireworks flying <laughs> off at night. But then they had a lone bugler, a very good trumpet player, who was alone on the uh, on the runway, and uh, we pointed him out and said, and now, ladies and gentlemen, to honor the fact that, you know, that it's been 75 years since the liberation of this country. And thanks to the Allied forces, particularly the Americans, it was a big deal for the Belgians and the Canadians, of course, when it comes to, uh, to Holland and, and uh, the Dutch, rather, the Netherlands. So um, he played Amazing Grace. 
And then as he finished Amazing Grace, um, we read a, a little passage, kind of a, uh, a dedication to uh, to those who had fallen and those who couldn't be with us, but uh, in celebration with our families together. And he played their last post. And on the last note of the last post, we had a C-130 uh, come over, not one of theirs, interesting enough, but uh, uh, a Danish uh, C-130 came over and dropped every flare that they could possibly get in that thing. Mm. And you know how it looks like the wings of an angel. Yes. Oh, yeah. They get it just right. So and it came straight at the crowd? Came, well, sort of off to the right kind of thing as well as they could do it, and uh, but it, it worked all the same. And there That's there were the images, the, just the fade-out images of these. Um, and it was dark at that point. So you didn't really see the Hercules. We didn't say this is a Hercules ah. kind of thing. It was getting dark, but you could sort of make it out. And then when it lit up, you could certainly see what it was. But just this beautiful fade out, and that was it. And thanks for coming out, folks. That was their Friday night. Then we take Saturday off to see the local areas. And listen, I don't want to. I don't want to hurry it up. But we do have a lot to get to today. But but Belgium, though, all Thank in you. all, a a wonderful uh, experience for you. I'm gonna- Let's move on a little bit because there there has been so much going on uh, in in the news uh, here lately. We saw, and this is really not an air show thing, but we we did see uh, yesterday, and we're thankful that uh, that that Mark Patey is okay. But the uh, the crash of Draco and his wife, I believe, was with him. Uh, we're glad that all of that has worked out. But this airplane has it not captured the imagination of an audience that uh, that maybe we haven't explored enough. Uh, in, Maybe. in the air show business. Yeah, uh, because I'm try, still trying to understand. I don't see it as an air show airplane, but... Well, well but they, they're, at, they're, at, you know, at Oshkosh, they've been doing it with a little bit of success, I think. They did, uh, but they, this past year, my understanding is they did not do it in front of the full crowd uh, as they did a couple of years ago when I saw Draco. And these airplanes uh, have the ability to take off and land in such short distances. Uh, but Draco, I think, was a purpose-built airplane only to compete in that uh, in, in that uh, segment of what um, uh, are they? I forget what they call it. Somebody. What's the whole deal about the, the short landing? The fat tire short landing. Well, the stole, well, the stole competitions. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stole. stole competition. There's a there's a there's a name for it. But anyway, but but Draco, uh, you know, I got shots of that a couple of years ago, and I thought, wow, it's just amazing. But it's fragile. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing, though. I mean, you, you, look, at, all, look at some of the. the Look at some of the it social all media. Stuff. So slowly, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's right. Right. <laughs> but but go look go look at some of the social media stuff on this. When, you, when we're talking about audience, and, and in our business, it, it is entertainment. Uh, Corey's channel for the Flying Cowboys channel, thirty one, nearly thirty two thousand subscribers on YouTube, but one point four million downloads uh, of just uh, their video of Draco flying that, that was posted a year ago. I mean. These are huge numbers that are that are coming up, and I, you know, we're always looking for that next audience. Uh, and I think I think there's something there. I I, I don't know how you would incorporate it, but uh, well, the bush the bush pilots seem to like it, but I don't know how much you can load it up. I need to know more on it. Uh, light cargo is about as yeah. best as I think it would get. But uh, but you're so right, it was Alaska, very uh, Australia outback. There's the African bush and Canadian north, and so I guess there's a. I don't know. There's an audience out there somewhere, but you were right. I mean, a slow, thankfully, very slow. Uh, there's there's video of it, obviously, all over the web right now. A very slow. Uh, it's, it's none of it's in slow motion. It just looks that way. Yeah. Yeah. And we're happy. The Valdez competition. Okay. Isn't that it? The Valdez competition. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. They and his wife apparently did suffer, um, according to his post. What was it, Matt? She, she, I think it, a broken nail. A broken nail. Yeah, he's going to have a broken neck if he opens his mouth again like that. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Golly, man. But we're glad. My glad wife he's okay, had a broken though. nail. Oh my goodness. Yeah, glad he's all right. And uh, but that was it was big news yesterday, and uh, coming out of Reno, uh, where that happened. Uh, and the races, uh, the other headline was uh, Jerry Kirby. Well, there were several headlines, but he did well as a rookie jet pilot. He seemed to do rather well. And we're bringing Jerry's name up because obviously Jerry is, a, is an air show guy and uh, flies a lot of air shows. And that was important uh, in our community that, that he did well. But uh, uh, Sanders yeah. took the unlimited gold, which is always the uh, the, the big race there this year. Yes. Not a lot of... Uh, of of icons in the air this year. I mean, rare bear, not not racing. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Voodoo's now been renamed. But I mean, I, I wonder, I wonder what the future of of air racing uh, looks like. And we, we I want to I want to separate that because it, it is not an air show. We've been very clear about this. Uh, it, oh, it is not an air, air show. Race. It is an air race. They have and, a bit uh, of an air show in it, but uh, it's not. But an it's air limited. Show. It's a limited air show. Uh, yeah. In that, but uh, you know, Reno's kind of it. I mean, right now, it it it, it especially with well, Red Bull. Well, they're trying going to away. branch out. They were they were going to do a um, a, a satellite type uh, race at the Edmonton Air Show this year, which unfortunately was canceled because of weather, uh, because of their field there. There, they it was just fields of mud. They couldn't put the show on. They were going to do something in Canada, and they keep trying to get people to pick up and do these little little sidebar races too. Uh, and by the way, we should point out, and kudos to Vicky Benzing, too, the fastest woman racer there, you know, in, in the jet class. She did well, too. And Jerry, I should point out, was up at London, Ontario, where they had a hell of a show up here. They they get amazing aircraft for their static display and flying every year there. And Jerry joined in a heritage flight with two out of London. There is the Red Knight T-33 restoration, and they have a second one now. That's every bit as colorful. So the three of them flew together in a formation, which was pretty cool. And you pretty actually cool. said that they awarded Vicky Benzing a trophy for that. I I'm not sure if it's a trophy or she won that heat with women racing. I, I wish I knew more about uh, the air racing at Reno. I don't. I plead ignorance. Well, that's that's I great. Hope though. that you forgive me because uh, I've yeah. had friends keep telling me that I should go and I should you know that I would enjoy it and all that good stuff and. Uh, uh, I've had this, and and their their friends who really love a good social outing, and they say it's it's you know it's all about that, and uh, and I I think I would not offend any one of these friends that have tried to uh, convince me to go that my liver would not survive the weekend. <laughs> well, I'm glad I had. I'm glad. I'm just glad it was all great up there. They had a good race and uh, a safe race as uh, as well. Always fun to see that. Uh, yeah. As we as we wrap up the news, we just have about six minutes left before uh, before we're going to. No, get there's the, no there's no clock on. Well, this there set. is a clock according no, to these con, according to the consultants. So it, it's my time, yes. but I, I have to tell you that uh, uh, Friendly Jerry's Hot Dogs. Oh yes, yes. Friendly Jerry's Hot Dogs in downtown Hell's Kitchen, New York, uh, now open till till four in the morning, where you can get a wiener any way you want it. Uh, Jerry the other night uh, had an interesting post on Facebook. By the way, uh, very yeah. interesting post. Uh, that, that, that he has a new a new hot dog coming out. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but apparently there's a, it's coming a out. new one. <laughs> it's coming out. Coming out. It's going to be yes, right. yes, going to be uh, going to be huge. Going to be huge. <laughs> big, big coming yes. out party for this new hot dog uh, again. Friendly Jerry's hot dogs uh, in downtown Hell's Kitchen, New York. Uh,
Any way you like it. Any way you like it, a wiener, any way you like it, till four in the morning. So uh, we're, we're waited. We're going to wait around with bated breath, Jerry, to find out what your, yes. your new wiener will be. Owensboro. Hey, it was really fun. Owensboro is, is, has the distinction of being a small town in Kentucky, right on the river, on the Ohio River, looking north into Indiana, that has picked up an air show sponsored by the city and uh, various other folks out there that has attracted the attention of the Thunderbirds, the Snowbirds, and the Blue Angels. Didn't get them this year, but they did have the F-16 demo team with Garrett uh, Schmitz, uh, call sign Toro. And listen to this rundown, and then I'm going to tell you how they did this. Well, thanks, Rob. They now had... let's move on to Oceana, about, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is huge news. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now, just wait a minute. Count them up. Count them up. Okay. All right. I'm not done yet. Make it fast. Noah Watts from the Golden Knights has a civilian skydiving team. They had the Sky Soldiers with two uh, Huey, a, a Cobra, and a Sky Raider. They had Dr. Harold Cannon, a local neurosurgeon, leading a, a formation display of three T-34s. Billy Worth flew his pits. They had the flagship Detroit, the oldest flying oh. uh, DC-3 in the world. They had the Philip 66 Aerostars with four, count them, four extra 300s and one extra, well, three 300s and one 330. The CAF B-25, show me. Kevin Coleman was there. Randy Ball in the MiG. Redline was there. And that's a little bit of a side, uh, an aside for Redline because Ken uh, was using as his wingman, Billy Worth, uh, our time with, uh, with, uh, with Ken Reeder uh, earlier in our uh, in an earlier episode talked about Sean Rossner and Sean is getting picked up by UPS and so they're going to be end up ending up splitting the red line two position then they had the aerosol aerobatic team the F-16 demo and the heritage flight with uh, Charlie Hainline call sign tuna flying the P-51 did it all in two hours and 45 minutes on the river, gorgeous day, perfect weather. And it was really an amazing show because it moved so very quickly. Wayne Boggs was the air boss. He was working with uh, training Tim Fitzgerald uh, from the Chicago uh, Tracon or Chicago Tower, I guess, uh, who is also a new air boss in this, on the scene. But it was really an awesome weekend to be out there. Right. And for you guys, when we sometimes have to drive 30 minutes from the hotel to the venue, yeah. We check into the hotel, the Holiday Inn Owensboro Riverfront. We brief in the hotel. We walked 200 yards to the convention center, got on an elevator, and went up to the fourth floor to a covered balcony and, and, and did the show from there and then walked back to the hotel. Now you're talking. Man. Very nice. Well, you know, I'm doing Huntington yeah. Beach here in a few weeks, and, uh, and we were supposed where, to stay up seen? front. Well, we were supposed to stay right up there by the shore break, but apparently now that the Thunderbirds are showing up, there's no, there's no room. So I'm, oh, I'm, the, I'm, that's right. They, they, they no commandeered room. the hotels. There's no room. I'll Nonsense. Be at, I'm, I, I'm staying Nonsense. in Compton. I'm, I'm staying in Compton, the... and it's going to be that's where I'm at. I'm, well, that's no, that's I'm bussing what? in. I'm I'm bussing in every week on the uh, the metro bus. It'll be fun. You're making that up. No, nope, because I, that, I, I wish I, I, I wish. was there a year that they had two or three jet teams. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't know where so, I'm staying. I'm not staying in Compton. I'm not riding the bus. We well, maybe we are riding the minutes, bus. We had about a five minute ride the year I did it that yeah, first year. I'm staying yeah. somewhere. I'm not there though. Walk you lucky it. dog, you. Yeah. Rob Ryder, how Say wonderful. Well. 
You know, you, you you talk about a short list. If you if you ever go down to a shorter list of, of shows that you want to do, Owensboro will be there, I guarantee you. What a nice event. And, and moving on to this coming weekend, Naval Air Station Oceana, the master jet base for the <clears throat> Navy, and guess who's not going to be there? For the first time in the history mm. of that show, the Blue Angels will not be there. So who are they? Are they the Royal Jordanian team will be there. Yes, Royal Jordanian Falcons. <laughs> yes, that'll go over great. They, they are actually they've they've got the Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds are coming in, so uh, that's going to be a first. And I I remember there's only one time at Miramar that they haven't had the Blue Angels, and they brought in the Thunderbirds one year. I was there for that. So it's going to be fun to see how people in, in an obviously major act Navy town yeah. respond to. Uh, the America, the Air Force's ambassadors in blue. But that's going to be happening this weekend, and I'm looking forward to being there for that. All right. oh, good for and you. I, good for no, you. we can't, and I, we can't end this thing without knowing what happened at the uh, Air Force ball. I'm not going to kiss and tell. I'm not going to kiss and tell, though. No, we had a great night. Just 72nd anniversary. Come on, are the, we done the, already? We're done. We're done. Of the U.S. Air Force coming up on the uh, the 18th of this month. Great. There was, there was a there was an incident involving a certain Matt Jolly. No, there was there was <laughs> there was no incident. We danced under the SR-71. I, I got to say, the 461st Air Control Wing. Uh, and the guard guys in the 116th, the operators here on the base. We might be on the back of the base, but those two wings are, are the the front of the fight. They're the front of it. They really well, are the front and, of the fight with J-Stars. And you know what? They shut the place down. It was party sleeves came out. And, and I got to say this, Colonel Hicks, World War II B-17 guy, had nine, right, well, had 10 takeoffs, nine landings, was shot down, got his POW uh, ribbon. Handed after to him. all these years. After all these wow, years, added cool. to his record and, and handed to him by former chief of staff, Norton Schwartz. Very moving. Hey, very, very moving be night. Before we go, our record date for this episode is September 17th. And I think it would be appropriate for, for us to wish the Air Force tomorrow. Tomorrow's September the birthday. 18th, 1947 is the, the official birthday of the United States Air Force when it became a separate service. Happy birthday, Air Force. And, and happy birthday to... Uh, to you too, Rob Ryder. That was in June. Well, that's all right. Well, it's Matt just getting around to it now. Yeah. He <laughs> so, showed up. You're so home. thoughtful, Matt. I so appreciate thoughtful. that. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well. We missed the right. stories of them flying in and the warbirds, uh, their formal where's attire. And where's Melby? I, I just shut the music off because I, I, I'm, I'm dialing him right now. Oh, okay. We yeah. can't. Jeez. Just real quick. Well, the consultants will be earning their money. He's not answering. I can't hear the phone ring. Yeah, he's not I'm, answering. I, it. It's 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 ringing. He's not answering again. I'm sorry, John. We're all out of time. We are. Listen, Cudahy will have I, our tails, and the consultants too. We're going too far over thirty minutes. We're we're at thirty-two. We got to go. What say is good, he a say goodbye, everybody. Is Cudahy a sponsor? Well, no, he's that not he, a sponsor. But he, that he has no say in this. He'll ruin oh, our business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh. Goodbye. Uh,